Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. And that, I mean, that brings us on to episode 14. I can't believe we're at episode 14 already. Episode 14 has been zhuzhin by, zhuzhin by, guys. Zhuzhin. War Mantle. What an episode this is. Now, this is like, if you want to, we talk about those filler episodes. It's what these filler episodes sometimes do. They lead up to brilliant, well, in my eyes, we talked to Arzif about what he thought, but I thoroughly enjoyed this episode in particular so much so for the stuff that happened in the episode was enjoyable but I feel the ending of this episode added to the weight of it overall so I mean you know we're in a we're in another situation I feel they're on a mission for Sid to begin with aren't they they're going to do something in particular and that's when they receive the distress call from good old commander Rex Good old chiseled Commander Rex, just yeah. getting getting a good little uh, hologram action in there. Um, but this episode in particular was uh, it was another one of those ones which it kind of felt like we were going back a bit in the terms of the shift change in the feel. It I know we've talked about how the season has become more kind of adult focused in the theme. But this episode, a couple of the elements, especially uh, near the end um, of the episode, I thought is kind of very adult in its theme. And, I mean, leaves you with so many questions coming into episode 15, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, this is, as you said, it's like one of those kind of... This was, compared to, you know, episode 13, this is more kind of on the nose for the storyline. And it was a great episode, yeah. Again, it kind of... There was a lot to take away from it, especially like in terms of the whole context of clone troopers, um, the Kaminoans. I thought this was, you know, I mean, this was a pretty surprising episode from their kind of point of view as well. Um, and yeah, just kind of building up that, you know, as we've always said, like particularly, you know, for Bad Batch, it's, it's building up that world that the Empire kind of inherits and and then how they go about kind of controlling it. And, you know, we had seen in previous episodes like Ryloth, you know, um, how the Empire is conducting their business. And this just went kind of further to, like, expand on that. Um, They're through, in their elbows now, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, so many things in this episode. I mean, so first of all, Rex's mate, Gregor, jokes. You know, like, he, <laughs> I, thought, I just thought he was a great character to kind of, Another, you know, another clone who's kind of, again, you know, he, clearly his chip is not working or he's, like, just got more sense than, you know, than chip in him. Um, but, you know, a, a kind of interesting insight to see him as well, kind of talking about, like, well, you know, they, when you start, like, disobeying their orders, you know, they don't like that. And it's like, oh, so it was that kind of easy for Gregor? But then, you know, seeing his kind of, how strong his personality is for a clone, you know, he was actually quite fun i thought it was hilarious throughout the episode really you know and kind of gigging along throughout it you know 
I mean, D. Baker Bradley, the voice of the Bad Batch and all the clones. I mean, he does such a good job, doesn't he, doing these other voices which are distinct enough that you recognise as the voice of the clones, but they all have this separate tinge. I don't know how he keeps all of these in the, his head. He must he must ask for a clip to be played before he does a voice of a particular clone to remember how they sound. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I mean, if I was doing that, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of have like certain recorded lines of each one, like, oh, okay, that's how that's how he sounds again, you know. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the royalty checks he must be getting for each episode is like, oh, I've pretty much done it all twenty eight minutes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Who do you play again? Everyone. <laughs> I am the batch, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, what a testament is, you know, voice work. Um, yeah, Gregor was a great character. Gregor <laughs> is a great character, a nice character to bring in. I love the little, just it's like a little freshen up, not that you kind of needed it, so to speak, but it always kind of is when you have another clone, like you have Commander Rex. So we have. Commander X and Gregor coming into this episode, and we all know Commander X, but Gregor coming in, it's just, it's not, I, I feel it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a kind of, it's a deep dive this episode into the inner workings and the how quickly the transition was. This is what I thought from this episode, how quickly the transition was for the Empire's kind of expansion across the galaxies and the way they were doing it and handling it got it it's like hardly any time has passed and they're infiltrating within many different planets all these mines and you know taking over and um getting involved in governments and politics and poverty and um, civilizations and all this type of stuff they're they're like they're, they're fully like knuckling down into all of it aren't they but it's just happening so quickly and this this episode definitely showcases that showcases the inner workings and showcases how much of an effect it's happening and how widely spread they are i mean the, absolutely you know and you know the big point from from the episode is yeah you know how quickly they're changing from the clone troopers to these you know to the conscripts from that they're getting from across the galaxy, you know, and I love, you know, how they say in this episode, like, oh, we're getting people who are like loyal to the empire, like across the galaxy. And it really then, you know, that's kind of, you know, I was kind of like thinking back on the episode afterwards and, and thinking around actually, you know, if you have people who willingly sign up to the empire rather than these clones who, whilst they are kind of designed for it, you know, from the bad batch, from Greg or from Rex, the clones can't always be relied upon to do what the Empire wants. But yeah. then you have these, you know, soldiers who, I mean, you know, further down the line, you know, we're talking like episode, you know, like Force Awakens, where actually like, you know, the kind of, it's not just, you know, soldiers who sign up. It's also, you know, the Empire starts kidnapping children or, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. But at this, you know, kind of entry point, you know, yeah, the Empire must seem like a great job and, and you know, and, or, in terms of what benefits and salary they're offering people, but also the fact that, yeah, you have these kind of willing people that from, I mean, you've got a galaxy filled with people, so there are, you know, literally hundreds, billions of people to, to choose from, and surprise, surprise, yeah, you're getting, like, loads of kind of loyal, capable soldiers who are, are signing up to the Empire, and so the, it's not like the Empire needs to even convince them to, you know, do these things, or rely on the fact that they have a chip implanted in their brain, they're just actually very willing, you know, kind of soldiers to go along and do their bidding you know like i mean 
we usually see like the kind of the very evil side of the empire, but I'm sure there's just so much other kind of, you know, standard soldier work to be done. So like, I think that, you know, this episode goes a long way in explaining actually how the empire went from, you know, clones to, you know, to just soldiers, like normal soldiers, you know, and I thought that was quite interesting. And, and I wonder how much of, you know, the bad batch is kind of playing into the empire's decision, you know, because they had, you know, they, They've essentially created this batch of, you know, clone troopers who are then really elite and rebelling against them, which they can't control. So, like, that must have played a big decision in going to, like, okay, well, we'll just move away from the clones because actually they're we're training these super soldiers who may or may not be on our side, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this this one threw up like loads of questions as well, where you mm. kind of sit at the end of the episode. It. Not so much questions, although I feel I had to watch it. I watched it three times yeah, to kind of like pick up now. on a bunch of different things. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was yeah. different, so many different things happening in the sense of, like, you have what the Empire was doing. You had the fact that they weren't using clone troopers in this particular facility. You had the, I always pronounce the name of their species wrong, the long, tall necked Kaminoans. Kaminoans, you have the really interesting development with the Kaminoans in uh-huh. the fact they're finding out that the Empire is now definitely going to go against them. Yeah. And they very much think they've jumped the gun. Maybe they have, because we don't know, obviously, the success of did they manage to get those clones off the planet beforehand, or was that stopped? I feel it was stopped. It, it, it was stopped, yeah, just before, like, you know, with the, the scientist. Um... But there was kind of, and that one, that, like, it's like that dark line at the end. It's like, we have use for a scientist. We don't have use for a politician. And then, yeah. I mean, I mean, we feel he was then executed and pow, that's completely going. But I mean, that's, they're such an interesting species that I really hope that there's a fight back from them, even though we know the empire becomes a dominating force because we're only at the beginnings. I mean, we're after the revenge of the Sith. So we're only building up where the empire's dominance is going to be at least for another two decades or so. But it will be interesting to see if we get to see more of the Kaminoans like involvement in it, because I feel they have they very much have a part to play, especially if they're both on the empire's side and the scientists that might be tricked to work for them and in kind of revolting against the Empire for what they've uh, done, kind of doubling back. So there was that kind of element as well. And then you also had um, the fact that we get this new character, you get Commander Rex bringing in the clone army, uh, the clone army, the Bad Batch, to kind of do his bidding to find their mm-hmm. friends, because they will obviously do once again, and make a place a key part in kind of convincing... Um, Convince, not convincing all of them. I know some of them, they're a bit split as whether it's a mission they should follow, but she is that kind of compassionate one, the one that kind of speaks from the heart on all kind of occasions. So it kind of drives this mission different element. But then, of course, we have the the way the episode ends as well, and you're just like, okay. And then yeah. comes back into it perfectly. I feel his inclusion in the end. I mean, we're episode 14 here. We've got two episodes to come. We don't know if they're going to be both 20-odd minute episodes like everything else is, or are we going to have the last episode be a 45-minute to an hour before? But, I mean, 
Yeah. They're in a sticky situation where the Bad Batch is left after they obviously, well, kind of uh, escape from yeah. the particular location that they do, but then they leave a certain very key man behind. Absolutely, yeah. We see, you know, Hunter left behind, which is, you know, the, the Bad Batch's leader. Top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, where would they be without him? I mean, and again, for these last two episodes, there are, you know, like we've been kind of saying, there's so many plot points throughout the series and characters that have been introduced that how will they play into these last episodes? And with Hunter now being kind of captured by Crosshair and taken by the Empire, that's what I'm looking forward to is like seeing all these, you know, previous references and people coming back into it and sort of paying back to Bad Batch, you know, if you will. And, and you know, which for me is, you know, from a... You know, you know, a Star Wars fan perspective, that is like really the rebellion. You know, it's like that kind of joining together of like, you know, the kind of merry band of misfits um, who then come, you know, against the, the greater power and, and do that, you know, what they can to 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 rescue them, you know, like a key member of their group. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing, yeah, how everyone will kind of play back into it. And also, you know, I mean, as you were saying, like with, with characters like the Cameron Owens, so we know that you know the, the the prime minister of them. Well, we we expect that he gets executed. But in, interestingly, you know, I'm 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 curious to see you know first of all how the scientist you know if she kind of plays into the Bad Batch's storyline. Yeah. Um, and like what they kind of use, what they make her kind of do. Um, and also you know because I, this is something in Star Wars I've always been curious about that you know they they had clone technology for so long. Yeah. And essentially, it didn't feature in much of the Skywalker saga, you know, since kind of, you know, um, episode three, really, you know, Revenge of the Sith, um, until essentially episode nine, where they clone Palpatine, really. Yeah. Um, so I've always kind of been curious, like, oh, if you, you're able to clone people like this, like, why would you do away with it, really? Yeah, there's but, a lot of gaps. Yeah. But we might see here that, you know, actually the Kaminoans, you know, maybe they, well, maybe it's just the Empire who are, you know, they essentially be controlling the clone technology for either very particular niche things or they controlled it to do away with it, you know, so that no one else could have it. Um, we get hints and, of it in The Mandalorian as well, don't we? Because yeah. the, the, whole, the whole point of finding Grogu is people with force ability and seeing if they can kind of you know clone that absolutely yeah yeah that's a good point as well actually yeah um and i mean i know we don't this is not a thing for us so to speak we don't really go diving for all the possible easter eggs but i did read something that i, ha I haven't fact checked but the scientist in the mandalorian that ends up going on a couple of missions with them um uh, well, not by his own choosing. Um, he, on his uniform, he has the symbol of the Kaminoans, if mm. I've said that correctly, on his arm. Ah, oh, interesting. And, and there were, we obviously see a clone facility in the Mandalorian yeah. as well. So, you know, just sewing it all together. But you're right, there's, there's big gaps uh, of decades, gaps, where it's not featured as heavily where maybe this is what this is going to be filled in a bit more for us yeah absolutely and um i mean another thing with this episode as well is uh i mean these tk troopers as well the kind of 
more advanced troopers that that the that the empire kind of introduces into it. Mm. They were mentioning as well. That was I thought you know kind of again it, it's. I think it, they're from one of the games. Yeah, I was wondering like you know if the I'd blue, uh, the blue uh, lighting on the helmets. Yeah, I, I thought I'd seen them before somewhere. Um, I believe I they're from one of the games. What game? I'm not too sure, but I believe they're from one of the games. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is kind of, again, you know, it's. I just really enjoy seeing this kind of early evolution of the Empire and, like, the kind of different things that they're essentially trying out in, you know, in terms of troops and weaponry um, and sort of refining that process to just become more and more evil, you know, and, and you know, dominating of... Uh, of our beloved galaxy, you know, so it, it's, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, it, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, it was an interesting episode. And actually, I'm just kind of seeing on the screen as well something that I picked up on was uh, a lot of uh, stun, you know, uh, phaser sets of stun in this kind of. <laughs> well, that's a Star Trek, you know, reference, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, just, yeah, a lot of, yeah. lot of stun shooting, which I thought was again like kind of an interesting. Um, Thing that I a bit of a philosophical question for the Bad Batch, like whether they are actually taking out other clones, you know, and just killing them, or you know, or just stunning them, you know, in, in a way that they feel that they're like their brothers, really. Yeah. Still, they've always used stun, haven't they? Um, yeah. Which, and is there a shift? Is is it going to be like a note in an episode which is actually referred to, where it's like these aren't our brothers anymore? you know yes. so to yeah. speak episode which is going to be quite interesting i feel what we're building up to and what you referenced upon what you said just a moment ago was are we are we coming to this kind of is is the bad batch now almost going to be helped in the next rescue mission because the next rescue mission is going to be for hunter well we presume it is uh but are we gonna see Hera and her family come back are we gonna see the the twins, the sisters from earlier episodes, are we going to see like a rile up, which is classic Star Wars, you know, get the band back together. And it's going to be interesting how the bad batch will finish. Will it finish like a new hope or will it finish like Empire Strikes Back? You know, we're going to man down or more or, or we're going to be going off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sunset, should I say, <laughs> you know, the sunset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, do do you think that this is like? Do you think we're seeing the start of the rebellion here? Like this, like all of these like characters coming together and, and working against the empire is this the start of the re, you know of the rebel alliance? Um, I mean, I feel you kind of have you have that to a certain extent because you have Sal Guerrera um, already, and we've already featured him in an episode, and he is very much the foundations um, uh, of the rebellion. So. Yeah, it's 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 world building in the sense of we really get to live in this time now. We get to live in the time of the building of the rebels, as well as the empire, and everything yeah. in between. So it's very interesting. You almost you almost kind of figure let's just do Bad Batch live action as well. Just you know, <laughs> just do it alongside it. <laughs> Everyone will watch. <laughs> I mean, you know, a Bad Batch kind of live action movie would be pretty awesome, you know, to kind of sum up some of these like main parts, you know. Just um, a standalone. Just do a standalone. Yeah. You know, straight to Disney Plus, hour and 20 minutes or something of just the Bad Batch. Um, I know uh, old Mr. Voice Guy won't be happy because he won't be able to play every role, but you know, you can give him a cameo. 
Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, we're all building up to it now. We've got two episodes left. Uh, we've got Hunter in a very sticky situation. We've got one more guy added to the crew. I feel Commander Rex might be also one of those people that might come back into it because, look, we lost Hunter saving your guy. You've got to come and help us save our guy. Uh, so it's going to be a very inter- interesting finish. I think we've got a lot of things happening uh, you've got this relationship with Sid and you've got the possibility if we might get characters come back like the twins, like Hera, who we've had before, like Commander Rex. We've got the new member, not new member, but the guy they saved from the Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. They're really throwing their elbows around. So we've got a lot going on, haven't we? I mean, you know, I'm really looking forward to episode 15 because, you know, often in series it's like, this, the, you know, the penultimate episode which really like serves up some like heavy action and stuff and yeah so uh, you know and, and as we've been talking and you, god like there's so many possibilities that they can go with in, in terms of direction for the next couple of episodes and characters they can bring back you know scenarios settings you know po- i'm just very much looking forward to seeing how they kind of round it all off because I mean, as you said, you know, it's like 16 episodes and, you know, it's quite amazing that we're almost at the end and, like, it, it feels like so much has kind of happened already. So for them to kind of tie it up and, and yeah, like to see where essentially, you know, how they set up season two, um, you know, let, let, let's just see, Benny. Let's just see. Let's just see indeed. Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you.